Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, there is a big one coming up tonight in Omaha, Nebraska, Mississippi State, and Virginia in a winner's bracket game. You're a Mississippi State fan. How are you feeling right now? Because it seems like there is quite the opportunity that is unfolding for Mississippi State as this College World Series progresses, as it advances. There's a game going on right now. They're in the bottom of the fifth inning at TD Ameritrade. And calling this chippy would be a bit of an understatement. An assistant coach for Tennessee was ejected. In the bottom of the fourth inning. For slapping the railing of the dugout. By the third base umpire when Tennessee is in the first base dugout. Yeah, the umpire uh, should hello, be ears for that. Yeah. Yet again. Yet again. You love it, don't you, hey, Dad? It just, it just, it's, it is the gift that keeps on giving. I, I don't have to, to try very hard to have topic on that. Tony Vitello, doesn't in, in in this moment, doesn't he have to do something to kind of rein it in for his team? Like, it feels like they're just teetering on the edge of completely losing their composure and being bounced in two games. Now, they may, excuse me, they may lose to Texas regardless. Or maybe that's just not in his DNA. I was say, he's he, a pretty fiery guy. That doesn't seem like he's the coach to, to rein it in. Kind of feels like he's that guy that's looking for a fight. <coughs> Which certainly can be a... Uh, yeah, there you go. Just turn the mic off. Works better that way. It's all good. <laughs> Thanks for sharing it all with us first. Um, you know, it can be awfully salty. The first one comes out of nowhere sometimes. You don't expect it. Yeah. Uh, you want to uh, be a part of the conversation, we would love to hear from you. The Ceasefire text line is open, 601-879-4395. Bull, there's a lot of it in wireless, but Ceasefire thinks you deserve a plan. That's actually what it says. Here's the real deal. Best plan for one or two lines, $45 each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull, Ceasefire.com. You know, we always love to hear from you. Michael Borky, welcome back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Always love coming to the office and uh, interacting with the people around the office, for sure. It just makes my day, uh, especially after a week of... Uh, we got a few hours of sun yesterday, which uh, ended it on a high note. But there tropical storm, whatever it was, sort of... Claudette, I believe. Yeah, uh, kind of ruined it. I had to spend a lot of time inside. The... I've been in tropical storms before. 
we've had stronger ones than that, obviously, because it never even reached hurricane strength. So nobody was really worried. There wasn't a whole lot of evacuating. On the way down, there was some traffic on the way out, though, pretty good bit. I guess people were leaving. But there, there is a weird feeling when you're in that kind of atmosphere. Like with the way the wind's blowing and the way the sky looks and stuff like that, it kind of feels, you know, like more than just a bunch of rain and thunderstorms. It felt different. Uh, but no damage or anything like that. Just a whole bunch of rain and a whole lot of time spent inside at the beach. But that's okay. Yeah, it's hard to do. So how did James handle it? Oh, he was okay. I mean, he he's very, for a 20-month-old now, very go-with-the-flow. I mean, new environments, he kind of gets a little weary and he'll fuss for a little while. Like, hey, wait, this isn't my usual spot. I'm a little uncomfortable. But he's pretty chill for for a child that age. Isn't really all that destructive. Doesn't you know just want to run around and throw things. He's pretty pretty laid back and pretty chill. So he's fine. Uh, his eight year old cousin was with him, and they're just best friends. So that uh, that worked out nicely as well. Um did did you do like the whole let's go play in the rain thing? A little or was bit, it too, but was, was it too bad for that? It, it, the The wind was brutal uh, for a lot of it. I say brutal. I mean, you know, you didn't have to walk in a diagonal line or anything like that, but you couldn't keep your hat on. So we couldn't really do the whole, hey, let's go play in the rain because the wind was blowing the rain sideways. Yeah. We had I mean, yeah. tornado warnings and stuff around, never really like on top of us, but, you know, just around. Something so it's like not that. like just, uh, I'm singing in the rain, let's go play outside in the summer. Yeah, it was, you know, downpour, raining sideways. We got a, I mean, uh, three hours of sunshine yesterday, though. So when you got the sunshine yesterday, w- was that his first time on the beach where he could, like, kind of soak it up and enjoy where it? Where he could actually, yeah, we went last year, and, you know, he wasn't walking yet, really. So couldn't really do anything. He loved it. I mean, just, he tried to eat the sand because, of course... And once he realized he didn't like it, it, does, it doesn't take long to figure out that you don't yeah. love to eat sand, though. Uh, no, Man. no, he loved it, just running around. Uh, because we were in Destin, and of course there were. There were pigeons on the beach, and he loved chasing the pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> I only thought you saw stuff like that on Long Island, but apparently in Destin, Florida, you also get uh, pigeons on the beach. But no, he's great. I mean, the, we couldn't really get in the water. They had double red flags the whole time, uh, so they wouldn't let you in the water, really. We'll Unless try you're just going to be super aggressive and do it anyway. Right. If we're supposed to try it again next month, and so we're going to try it again next month, and I think hopefully, knock on wood, there's not some kind of tropical whatever that's uh, ruining <laughs> our second beach trip of the year. We'll see. July is going to be the month of Haydad here on Sports Talk Mississippi. You're gone. You're gone. I'm the only one sticking it out the whole whole month. There you go. Well, I'm sure when uh, when we're around, you'll uh, you'll find some days to play video games. Ah, sure. <laughs> All right, so massive game coming up tonight in Omaha, Mississippi State and Virginia. Hey, Dad, I alluded to this right out of the gate, and I'm curious what you think. Is there this like, uh, like this desire to kind of peek ahead? You know, you, you get the uh, the coach speak from coaches and players one game at a time. But if you're Mississippi, uh, a Mississippi State baseball fan right now, you're, you're looking at this thing and you're going, okay, 
Well, looks like Tennessee's about to be eliminated. Maybe. We'll see how it shakes out. But both Tennessee and Texas are going to be deeper into their pitching staffs. And if we can win tonight, somebody's going to have to beat us twice. And, you know, there's a path no. that it's a pretty rosy no. path. The answer is no to this. It's it's it, it, I think fans, especially the guy talking right now, you in the College World Series, it has to be one game at a time. You can't start looking ahead at any point. I mean, every every team in there is good. Every team is capable of beating you. There are no gimmies. You cannot start looking ahead. you got to get the win tonight, and then you worry about the next game when the next game pops up. What do you think of this Virginia team? On paper, you're, you look at them, you're like, why are they here? But then they just keep winning. <laughs> You know, I mean, they're 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 a good pitching team. The the pitching staff is very good, very deep. They don't have a whole lot of pop at the plate, but they just find ways to win. So they they are they are a quality baseball team. Brian O'Connor is a good coach. He's won national titles before, so he'll have his team ready. And uh, yeah, the, 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 it's going to be a tough game tonight for Mississippi State. While we were on the air yesterday, Stanford got past Arizona 14-5. to Got past is probably not the way to describe it. Maybe it's throttled. Maybe it's blew out. Maybe it's whitewashed. However you want to describe it, just smoked Arizona. And that Stanford offense really came to life. 14 runs on 20 hits in the game. And then an altogether different story last night. Vanderbilt and NC State. And this NC State team just keeps winning. They got one run in the bottom of the fifth inning, and that was enough. As NC State, in front of 23,712 last night, defeated Vanderbilt by a final of one to nothing. Listen to Jack Leiter's stat line. Eight innings, that was a complete game because they were the visiting team. Four hits, one earned run, one walk, 15 strikeouts in a losing effort. That's an outing that is as good as what we saw from Will Bednar on Sunday night. It was a close game where Will Bednar's team got just a little bit of offense, and it was enough. Jack Leiter was just magical last night. It's, it's the same thing that happened to Ty Madden. Pitched, easily pitched well enough to win, but his team couldn't get enough done against the other uh, against the other side. Uh, you know, I mean, he, what was he, he was perfect going into the, uh, when, he, when he gave up the home run, right? When, going when into the, what, the fifth inning? When the Ben Mintz cursed hit him, and yeah, I mean that. Now with Vanderbilt, I don't know. I don't know, man. That I think that this thing is wide open right this second. Who would have guessed that NC State would be sitting here poised to to play for a national title? Especially you know, go back two weeks when they were traveling to Arkansas and losing twenty-one to two in the first game. It's crazy the path. The path can be crazy to get to the College World Series. And that's why you can't go more than one game at a time. You just can't. I hear you. I hear you, Coach Speak. Hey, Dad. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. we got more coming up with you. We'll be right back. Just getting started on this Tuesday.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. So far this afternoon, the ride home running fairly smoothly with no current reported accidents or congestion. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice, and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trust advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amada Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation, 601-864-3752. The whole crew at Mojave's Quality Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs, would like to wish you a safe and happy 4th of July holiday weekend. We at Mojave's Quality Printing are proud to celebrate with you the birth of this great country. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. He just made me extremely jealous in the break. Without question. And you can argue whether or not it's the best food. I, I don't care. My favorite restaurant in Old Destin, not not down Sand Destin, not 30A. I'm talking about like Old Destin proper is Harbor Docks. Fresh seafood. You got the marina right there. 
So, Bork, you got a little bit of a break on the rain, but it was windy, but still get to sit outside? Yeah, we did get to sit outside. The wind was blowing like crazy, though. You uh, you couldn't have... Uh, like, I, I finished a beer, and the wind was blowing the bottle over off the table. I mean, it was like that. It just... It was impossible to do anything involving outside except for about three hours this week. Right. Uh, had uh, had the swordfish there. It was excellent. Nice. Nice. But no, they All did right, so sushi. Last time I was there, they didn't offer a sushi menu. I thought that was funny. Yeah, the sushi bar is inside, like just to the right of the hostess stand up by the bar, isn't it? See, I always just assumed those were just raw bars with oysters and, and shrimp. And oh, I got you. But I, I didn't realize that you know they went, uh, they went Asian, sort of. Yeah, that's what somebody just said. The fresh sushi at Harbor Docks on the Ceasefire text line is the uh, the way to go. So yeah, I mean it's it's legit fresh, uh, no question there. All right, Bork. Before the break, we were talking about the mindset for Mississippi State and also the path for NC State. We ran out of time. I know you were about to jump in there with a thought as well, just on this NC State team and how like weird sometimes the path is into a winner's bracket. Yeah, the the college world series I've been meaning to to bring this up also, but it's pretty incredible uh, Lighter's performance was not just one run, it was one hit. It's not like he gave up a double and then a, you know, a ground ball that moved the run over to third and then a base hit up the middle to manufacture that run. It was one mistake pitch and it really wasn't that bad of a pitch. The dude just sent it to Lincoln. Uh, I mean that was it. That was the one mistake he made all night. The uh, it was it just it was remarkable. But I've been meaning to you have said before that the ballpark there is different than what they're used to, and the wind's been blowing out this week, which has helped. You've seen some home runs yeah. and some helping wind, which is atypical. But on top of the ballpark being massive, and there were a handful of hits that I've seen over the last few days that would have been home runs in a park that they're used to. But everybody plays the same field. It is different. Also, I couldn't help but notice the evening game. The outfielders are fighting sun badly, where they cannot see Especially the baseball. Especially in left. Yeah. And, I mean, it's too late now, but they oriented that field in a terrible direction, right? Between the wind always blowing in and... Six o'clock at Swayze and Duty Noble, you don't have outfielders doing this just to see the pitch. Uh, I mean, putting both hands up to block the sun so they can see whether or not their guy threw a pitch. If you think about the way the ballparks, to the ones you just used for an example, the way they are positioned, it's the right fielder who is dealing with the setting sun a few times a year. It's usually that, like, if you play a, a five or six o'clock game when you get late into the season, it's that kind of weird deal where they're kind of fighting it a little bit. The Chamber of Commerce, not the baseball people, decided how the stadium was going to be positioned in Omaha. And it was positioned in a way that looking out beyond the center field wall, you saw the skyline of downtown Omaha. And whether that makes any sense or not, well, you know, whatever. I do think the ballpark has played not as big this year, but it's because I think they've gotten the baseball right. And, guys, do you feel like the bats are hot this year? Kind of like across the board? And I'm not talking about brand specific. I'm, I'm talking about across the board. I mean, there was a, what, a record number of home runs set 
in, in postseason play up into the College World Series. You think it's but a philosophy said, shift? I mean, maybe, but look at look at these games we're seeing so far. I mean, today's game with, with Texas and Tennessee has, has got some runs on the board. Stanford's been putting runs up, but there's also been, you know, State didn't give up a lot of runs. Virginia shut out Tennessee in the first game. You had a one nothing game last night, so I don't know. It feels like a, a mix. You know, the, the, the good pitchers are pitching well, and the bad pitchers are being punished. I don't know if bad's the right word, but the the non-elite pitchers are getting punished right now. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you think about uh, the, the Super Regional in Tucson, right? So Ole Miss didn't do a ton offensively in the first game. They didn't do a ton offensively in the third game. But in the second game against the pitcher that was just okay, I mean, they just blistered him out of the gate. And then you look at Stanford and Arizona yesterday. Kid lasted an inning and two third and gave uh, inning and two thirds and gave up five runs. So hey, Dan, you may be onto something right there. Elite potential first round pitching. It's kind of a cream rising to the top thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're just average, just you're just a good college pitcher on a team that has gotten to the College World Series. Hey, everybody's got guys that can hit. And the teams that can really hit, like Stanford and Arizona and whatnot, are absolutely getting it done. Now, there is another side to the coin of the whole Vanderbilt-NC State thing. Because of his name, Jack Leiter is the story. right? I mean, Jack Leiter projected now to go top five in the draft, actually projected to go higher by maybe a handful of picks than Kumar Rocker. But how about the kid, or maybe I should say the two kids, young men, for NC State? Sam Highfield, a starter for NC State, seven and a third, two hits, two walks, seven strikeouts, no runs allowed against a pretty good Vanderbilt offense. And then Evan Justice, who you remember, didn't he... Borky, did he pitch twice in the Super Regional in Fayetteville? He did, yes. Uh, second and third game. And was really, really good both times. Kid's electric. Comes in and gets the final five outs, doesn't give up a hit, doesn't allow a run, clearly. He's got that Strikes that out two and gets a walk. Two, throwing 96-97, and he's not throwing it over the top either, so it's coming at you from the side angle at that speed. No, he's impressive, and... Kind of opposite of what you're seeing now in college baseball where a guy has a big strikeout and they're just pumping their fists and going nuts. Yesterday he struck out a guy. I mean, you know, one-run game, College World Series. Just puts his head down and walks back to the dugout. It just He could not – you would think he's throwing batting practice or something. Just not phased at all. I like him. Oh, here we go. Ceasefire text line. So no credit to NC State and their pitching staff because they beat an SEC team? Yes, we are notoriously – famous for not crediting people because it's against an SEC team. This is a very uh, yeah. pro-Vanderbilt baseball radio show no, here for nobody sure. Nobody more pro-Vanderbilt than the three of us. Let me yeah. get the whistle going. Is, yeah. is it fair to say? It's great. I mean, it was spectacular, right? He won the game. They, they didn't give up a run. Lighter was more electric. And maybe that's not fair because he gave up the run. His team lost the game. But in terms of who you were more impressed by as a pitcher, watching it feels weird to say, but I was more impressed with Lighter. He has better stuff. The other guy was just, he was awesome as well. It feels dumb and bad to make that comparison, but if you're a Major League Baseball team and you watch those two guys pitch and you got to pick one, 
it's the guy that happened to lose the game. Oh, no question. No question. And and it's body of work, too, right? I mean, you, you've watched Jack Leiter do it over and over and over. He had the little stretch of two games where he didn't pitch particularly well. Felt like he kind of hit the wall. Got a week off, came back, and he was great. I mean, starting with that run against Ole Miss. But he's not untouchable, especially against good hitters. And, you know, when the breaking ball's working and everything is good, then, then it's great. Lucas and Union said Leiter had a Jacob DeGrom pitching performance last night, and just like when DeGrom pitches, got no run support. Yeah. And did you see the highlights yesterday from uh, yesterday was day one of the umpires in the sleuth role of checking for foreign substance on the pitchers? They got Jacob DeGrom coming off, and he has to take off his hat. And then he has to hand the umpire his glove and let him look at that. And then he has to undo his belt and make sure he's not hiding Vaseline or spider tack or sunscreen and rosin on the inside of his belt. Have you seen the videos of what spider tack is, by the way? I don't guess I have. So if you've got a full jar, when you take the lid off, if there's any bit of the tack that's stuck to the lid... You cannot take the lid off because it, it maintains so much that you can just pull it apart and it won't come off the lid. Hmm. That's Super why, sticky, huh? Oh, my gosh. And that's why some pitchers are like, okay, I mean, we understand it's illegal, but in some cases, guys are doing different stuff than the whole sunscreen and rosin thing. They're like, that's sunscreen and rosin, which is like giving a recruit $500, and then there's spider tack, which is like using a hospital charity to funnel money to him and his family. You know, different levels of cheating. Which one of those two do you actually get in trouble for? The sunscreen and rosin, as it turns out. Yeah. As it turns out. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Wes Ray's going to join us in the 4 o'clock hour. So is Dr. Mark Keenum. And in the 5 o'clock hour, Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny skies, high near 83. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. A slight chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 71. And a 30% chance of rain for your Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 91. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club would like to wish you a very safe and happy 4th of July holiday. Have fun, but please drive safely this July 4th holiday. From the staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club in Brandon. Happy 4th of July. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. Allstate is known for quality insurance, but you might not know them for low rates. That's about to change. 
With Allstate, you can save up to 25% when you bundle your home and auto. You know what else you might not know? The chicken came before the egg. With Allstate, you can lower your rates, not your expectations. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Savings vary. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company, and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? What? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. An arrest has been made in the case involving the death of Christina Jones, the sister-in-law of former state representative Ashley Henley, who was murdered. Henley was murdered last week on the same Water Valley property where her sister-in-law was found dead inside of a burn trailer on December 26, 2020. Assistant DA Stephen Ubera confirmed that 42-year-old Billy Brooks was arrested on arson charges last Friday in connection with the fire. However, Brooks has not been charged in Jones's death. Both investigations are ongoing. And preliminary rounds in the Miss Mississippi pageant begin tomorrow. The winner will be crowned Saturday. Vicksburg Mayor George Flags enjoys the economic boost the event brings to his city. I enjoy seeing the young ladies and their talent and their uh, petition and, and the wardrobes. I enjoy with the fellowship of the people. I enjoy them going around the town, seeing the town, and enjoying the town. I'm Andy Davis. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. 
Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. Time for us to go to the Farm Bureau phone line for the first time this afternoon. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Bennett Conlon joins us right now. He covers the Virginia Cavaliers for the Daily Progress. And, uh, Bennett, this is a, a Virginia team that has... Uh, They've really been interesting in the last month of the season. You know, if, if you look back six weeks, I guess there was a lot of talk as to whether or not they were going to be in the tournament. They play well enough down the stretch to get in. Then they, like, have to pay property taxes in Columbia, South Carolina after their stay there, and they just keep winning. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's all correct. I mean, they're a team that coming into the season expected – to, to challenge to get to Omaha and throughout the middle of the season, it sort of looked like, you know, they weren't even going to be good enough to make the tournament. Uh, they've rallied a lot here. The pitching staff's been good all season, but the bats have come on strong since, I guess, since like April 1st. So they've, they've had things going a little bit the last couple of months and they've gotten enough consistent production to get through. I mean, they lost the first game of the regional and rallied to win one four in a row. It's the first time they've done that in program history. And then they lost the first game of the super regional, won the next two advance and obviously started off with a win in the College World Series. So it's a team playing with a lot of confidence. The pitching staff is kind of carrying the way, but they've gotten enough hitting here since April to, to make a nice run. Then we talked a lot about it when we were in regional weekend and then you got into super regional play. It was just kind of a strange environment in Columbia with Old Dominion as the one, despite South Carolina hosting. And then you get to a super regional where you're talking about home or away, emotions being so high and great atmospheres. We've seen that in Charlottesville. We've seen it in other places and they played in front of, like, crickets. What did the team and, and what did Brian O'Connor say about that experience en route to getting to Omaha? I mean, they would have liked the NCAA to, to not have done that. I think everyone, both sides, would have been excited if the NCAA had changed the rule where you had to play in a regional site because it's both unseeded teams in Dallas Baptist and Virginia. Uh, the NCAA didn't do that, so they ended up playing it in Columbia. I mean, the ballpark can hold, like, 8,000 or so, and they're playing it in front of, you know, a thousand, so it was pretty dead. And you've got a Monday afternoon game to to clinch it. The atmosphere was not all that impressive. So I think they would have, you know, liked it to go differently. But it felt like a COVID game. You know, they've played in environments like that all season, so it was kind of similar to what they've done all year. And I think that maybe that helped them mentally. I think early in the the first game here in Omaha, there were some some jitters. Understandably, you got twenty two thousand, which. I don't know how many games in a row you'd have to count back to add up to get to 22,000 people watching their games in person. So, mm. yeah, it was a different different atmosphere for sure, but they, they, I guess, made the most of it, even though it was, was not what you're looking for. I feel like Virginia, for a lot of people, is kind of a new team, at least in this particular season, in terms of kind of learning who the guys are. But people that follow college baseball know Andrew Abbott. He's been there for a while. He's been really, really good. What do we need to know about uh, about the guy on the mound tonight for the Hoos? Yeah, Griff McGarry is a, a fascinating case. I think if you're 
a Mississippi State fan and you look at the you know, probable pitchers today and you see a guy who's 0-5 with an ERA of 6 and you're like, all right, sweet, we're going to be 2-0 and, and moving on within the winner's bracket. But Griff's a guy, when he's on, he can be really good. So he struggled to start the season. Uh, he was their number two starter. Struggled quite a bit for them, mostly with walks. Um, and got moved to the bold war, eventually got moved to midweeks. Um, and he had a midweek game against VCU where he didn't record an out. I think he walked three guys and hit the fourth guy or something like that and ended up pulling him. Got bumped to the bullpen and barely did anything. Uh, but they worked with him in these midweek scrimmages and got him back to a point now in, uh, in the postseason where they felt comfortable pitching him. He threw against Old Dominion, was pretty good in that game. His stat line doesn't really show it. He had a blister or a cut on his thumb. Um, that was bleeding quite a bit. So he came out of that one. It was raining, and he had a bloody thumb, so he couldn't grip the ball by the time he left. Um, and then the Super Regional, he threw seven shutout innings, struck out ten, pitched pretty well, um, and left again with, I think it was his ring finger this time that had a little bit of a blister and was bleeding. So we'll see how his hands hold up today. That's certainly something to, to keep an eye on. But when he's on, he's really good. I mean, he hits 99 consistently on the gun with his fastball, has good off-speed stuff. The coaches love him. They say he's the, when he's on, he's the best pitcher on the team. Um, so if he's if he's good with his command, he can be pretty special. You know, it's interesting that, that you describe him the way you did because when we talked to Chris Lamonis, uh, I guess it was on Tuesday, so so yesterday, um, I don't even know what day it is. Today's Tuesday. So yesterday, talked to Chris Lamonis on, on Monday. He was talking uh, about Griff McGarry, and he said, you know, 95 to 100 with the fastball. And he's like, if you look at his numbers, you're dead because they just don't tell the story. Was there any debate, do you think, internally on this staff with, with Brian O'Connor and, and his other guys about whether or not McGarry was the way to go, or maybe they go, uh, is it is it Vassal or Vassil? Uh, Vassal, Vassal. It, was there much debate as to which one of those two guys would go in game two? I don't think so, and it's interesting because they've kind of flip-flopped, where beginning the beginning of the season, McGarry really struggled, and Vassal was really the best pitcher on staff. He was the most consistent guy they had. But his last five or so starts, he's gotten hit pretty hard. He threw in the regional in the second game against Jacksonville. It's a Jacksonville team that was like 16-33 and 33 coming into that game. They made a run their conference tournament, but they weren't a great team. And they got five runs off him in two innings. Uh, so they moved away pretty quickly after that. Um, and they've used him out of the bullpen. He pitched, I think, an inning in relief in the first game of the Super Regional, Vassal, that is. So I think at this point they trust McGarry. And if McGarry does struggle, then... Mike Vassell and Nate Savino are two names that would be the prime candidates to come out of the bullpen pretty quickly if he does not go deep into the game. We're visiting with Bennett Conlon. He covers Virginia for the, the Daily Progress on Sports Talk Mississippi. So what's the deal with this offense? 49 home runs for the season, but is it 13 or 14 of those have come in the postseason? What, what is it that has allowed this offense to come alive over the last three weeks? Yeah, I mean, some of it was Columbia, kind of a small ballpark, and it was stupid hot out there for those games, and the ball was just jumping off the bat. So I think that helped a little bit. And they've also got some guys who are just hitting a lot better right now. I mean, Alex Tappen is one. I think he's got five of his six home runs have come since uh, the start of the ACC tournament. He was a the guy they expected to be a big deal for them. He started in a, in a cleanup role and then was sort of moved to more of a bench role, and now he's come on strong. I think he's been batting six mostly for them. So... He's been good. Kyle Teal, Devin Ortiz, they have some guys that have come on really strong and have been swinging the bats well. And they get more confident as the game goes on. They scored 15 runs in their last three games, and 13 of those are in the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. So they've done a lot of damage late once they see a pitcher a couple of times or get into the bullpen. So 
they tend to, to gain confidence as the game goes on. And they have some guys who have been hitting pretty well now. But they had some, you know, bats that they expected to be good to start the season and just really struggled. And now it's a group they've really come on strong. I think some of that is certainly the warmer weather, but they're definitely having better and more competitive bats over the second half of the season. Bennett, last thing for you, when when you look at Virginia, in games where they haven't played well or games that they've lost, has there been a, a theme? Has there been kind of like a common thread where it's like, okay, if this doesn't happen, then it doesn't go well? Or is it just eh, kind of baseball, you win some, you lose some? I think one of the things for them is, is fielding. Um, they've had some kind of ridiculous mistakes in some of their losses where you know an infielder will just boot a ball or throw it away those kind of things. So I think errors is certainly something to keep an eye on. They did a really nice job in the first game of the, the College World Series of making a couple plays and getting out of jams with some really good defense. The third game of their Super Regional, I think they were down a run and they robbed a home run. Uh, the center fielder did. And the top of the seventh and the bottom of the seventh, they ended up hitting a grand slam, taking the right. lead and, and found a way to win. So the defense is certainly something to keep an eye on. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously the starting pitching is a huge deal. I think Griff McGarry is... When he's on, like I was saying, he's, he's special. But, I mean, it's the roll of the dice a little bit. It's a guy who can go out and he could just as easily throw seven shutout innings and strike out ten, or he could knock it out of the first and walk five guys. So it, it kind of depends what version you're going to get. and It's going to be interesting to see with his, his hand and the blisters. I know he said he was feeling pretty good, but uh, the last couple of starts to leave with, with blisters and bloody hands is certainly unique. So I think Griff McGarry and how far he goes in the game is going to be a pretty big deal today. And, and one last thing, I said we were almost done, only uh, less than a minute left. The the story, uh, I guess it was Logan Michaels, the, the home run ball going to his dad. I mean, that's just kind of one of the, the feel-good stories, maybe of the entire season in college baseball. So cool, yeah. His dad was diagnosed in 2018 with pancreatic cancer, um, and the prognosis on that is not great. So for him to be alive right. today, three years later, is super impressive, and then for him to be here in Omaha, and Logan Michaels, his dad will tell you, Logan will tell you, he's not a home run hitter. It's his first home run of the season, second in his Virginia career. He's a singles and doubles guy. So when that ball left the bat, I was talking to his dad today, actually, and he was he was saying, you know, I was looking in the, the gaps, and I was like, where's the ball? And then it, it cleared the fence, and, and he was cracking up because it was a home run, and then he, he burst into tears. It was a pretty special moment for, for that entire family. Yeah, no question about that. Bennett, great insight, man. Thanks for your time this afternoon, and uh, we'll all be watching tonight. Should be a fun one with Virginia and Mississippi State. Of course. Thanks for having me on. That's Bennett Conlon. Covers Virginia for the Daily Progress. You get a little bit of a Virginia scouting report. So Griff McGarry on the mound tonight. Chris Lamonis told us a little bit about him yesterday, and uh, it is a scouting report that very much lines up with what Bennett just said a second ago. 95 to 100, sitting at 97, 98, 99 with the fastball. If he knows where it's going, it's dangerous. Sort of, sort of a Sarantola vibe, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe as good as there is when he knows where it's going. Yeah. question is, will he know where it is going tonight? Should be a fun one, Mississippi State and Virginia. We'll wrap up the 3 o'clock hour when we come back with you. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm.
become the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. So far this afternoon, the ride home running fairly smoothly with no current reported accidents or congestion. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I'm Dr. Micah Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. At All Britain's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britain's as their diamond store. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes! Get your purse, sweetie. This Independence Day, please join Members Exchange Credit Union in remembering the men and women who are now serving and who have served our great country. From Members Exchange Credit Union, have a safe and happy 4th of July weekend celebrating with friends and family. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. They are in the bottom of the seventh inning in Omaha. Game one of the day, an elimination game between Tennessee and Texas. Longhorns leading at 8-4 over the Volunteers. And uh, Texas is batting with a runner on first and one out in the inning. Coming up in the 4 o'clock hour on the Farm Bureau phone line, former Mississippi State baseball player Wes Ray will join us. We'll talk with him about College World Series experience and uh, kind of what he's up to. And uh, who knows what else we'll get into, Wes Ray. He's a, the picture I'm using might give you a little insight onto what he's been up to lately. I don't know how old it is or not. However, you want a little preview? I've got yeah, give me a hint. This is, what are we going to see? Oh, okay, I was wondering if it was going to be hunting, fishing. Well, look at that thing, man. That is an absolute beast, a deer that uh, Wes Ray harvested somewhere along the way. My, uh, my guess, he killed it with his bare hands. Yeah, Google, when I looked <laughs> for pictures, rock. had a bunch of baseball, then that showed up. It said Texas. I don't believe that's a deer. Somehow an elk got lost in Alaska and found its way down through Canada, went through the Dakotas, down the Mississippi River into Texas. Like That's the only explanation for the size of that animal. We, uh, we'll ask Wes Ray uh, about that. Looks like uh, maybe he's living his best life here post-baseball uh, as well. So looking forward to that. And then at uh, 20 minutes after 4, the president of Mississippi State will join us, Dr. Mark Keenum. He has had a busy day. Earlier today... The College Football Playoff Board of Managers, of which he is the chairman, heard a proposal from the working group from, uh, what, the College Football Playoff Board of Directors or Management? I, I, I can't remember the designation on all the different boards and committees and subcommittees and whatnot. But the group, Greg Sankey, Bob Bowlesby, Jack Swarbrick, and Craig Thompson, made the presentation to the Board of Managers. Again, Mark Keenum is the president there. And the college football playoff expansion took its next step forward today, although this statement from Mark Keenum, in a lot of words, says that we're not to the finish line just quite yet. Here's what Mark Keenum had to say. Having heard the presentation made today by the working group, Along with the management committee that joined us for today's meeting, the board has authorized the management committee to begin a summer review phase that will engage other important voices in this matter. These include many people on our campuses, such as student-athletes, athletic directors, faculty representatives, coaches, university presidents, and chancellors. Their opinions are important, and we want to hear from them. We have relationships with the Bowls and a broadcast partner with whom we will want to consult to explore the feasibility of the 12-team proposal. This, too, will happen during this summer study period. Having given the management committee the charge to look into expansion, it is our duty to take their good work 
and ascertain whether it is feasible based on the feedback we receive. I caution observers uh, of our process not to rush to conclusions about what this board may decide. The working group has presented us a thorough and thoughtful proposal. There is more work to do, more listening to do, and more information needed before we can make a decision. We look forward to hearing more and learning more in time for our next meeting in September. You remember from Ross Dellinger's story last week, Mark Keenum, on behalf of the College Football Playoff Management Committee, went to Bob Bowlesby and Greg Sankey and Craig Thompson and Jack Swarbrick and said, put us together a proposal. They didn't do this on their own. They did this at the direction of Mark Keenum and his colleagues on this committee that ultimately makes the decisions. And so I think everything in that statement is well and good and probably true, But if Mark Keenum wants us to tap the brakes, I'm not sure that I'm ready to hover my foot about around that sideways rectangle pedal in the middle of the floorboard. Isn't it more about timing as opposed to expanding or not? Yeah. How so? Like, like don't think that this is going to happen next year. That it's far more likely it's maybe even to the end of the contract, which will begin in 2026, the expanded playoff, is more of when you can expect this to actually begin. I don't think think it's that long. I hope not. I think it doesn't happen for the next two seasons. I mean, despite the fact that he tells us things and changes his mind all the time, our, uh, our, our friend at the college playoff committee... Bill Hancock says there's no way this is happening this season or next season. So the 21 championship game that happens in January of 22, the 22 championship game that happens January of 23, probably locked in. After that, it feels like we're going to the 12-team playoff. And uh, we will ask Mark Keenum a version of that question when we talk to him in about 20 minutes. He's in Omaha, by the way. Probably got some college baseball on his mind. So he does that this morning, jumps on a plane, gets to Omaha, and he's ready to go watch Mississippi State play tonight. Not a bad gig. You're listening to WFMN Florida Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Peroni's Tree Pros. Online at News. I'm Pam Puso. It's spreading in the U.S. The Delta variant is currently the greatest threat in the U.S. to our attempt to eliminate COVID-19. But White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci says the vaccines are effective against it. However, this variant represents a set of mutations that could lead to future mutations that evade our vaccine. And that's why it's more important than ever to get vaccinated now. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky. President Biden will meet with Western governors next week to prepare for wildfire season. Drought in the West is just astounding. Take a look at it. Fires have already started. As for the Atlantic hurricane season, last year's was one of the busiest on record. America's listening to Fox News. 
summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Back credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. One 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for new payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795 at 1999 down. 31.9% for 84 months. You can deal with approved credit. And you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. First Lady Jill Biden was in the capital city today encouraging Mississippians to get vaccinated. She said it's hard to believe how far we've come since the beginning of the pandemic. Do you remember how quiet the streets were? And do you remember the empty grocery store aisles? And do you remember just how uncertain and how lonely many of us felt? I mean, we we can't lose that. We can't lose how that felt, and uh, because it's important, we we got to pass this forward. We have to tell our kids, we have to tell our grandkids, and and we have to tell, you know, fellow Americans, hey, this was bad, but now we have a way to make it better. Only thirty-five percent of Mississippians are vaccinated against the virus. I'm Andy Davis. If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster. Don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us. This is a big deal. Now at healthcare.gov, millions more people can afford health coverage. Due to the COVID relief law, four out of five customers can get a plan for under $10 a month with financial help. For doctor visits to preventive services to prescription drugs, these are quality plans. You can do this. You can have coverage as soon as July 1st if you sign up now at healthcare.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Monday was a monumental day for college athletes as the Supreme Court ruled that the NCAA was in violation of antitrust laws by limiting a school's ability to provide education-related benefits. But Senator Roger Wicker is calling for further action. Wicker stated that congressional action on name, image, and likeness legislation remains important to ensure that all schools are playing by the same rules. Mississippi's name, image, and likeness law is set to take effect on July 1st. And Southern Miss is being recognized as one of the top schools for veterans in the entire country. The prestigious resource guide Military Times has Southern Miss third on the nationwide list and first in the Southeast. With services offered at both its Hattiesburg and Gulf Park campuses, the number of military students enrolled at Southern Miss is currently around 1,700. Also ranked within the top 30 of the Military Times list is Old Miss at 23 and Mississippi State at 26. For Super Talk Miss. Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. 
The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Todd and the Monsters are coming. Saturday, July 17th. Wicked Weed Brewing presents the Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Don't miss Big Head Todd and the Monsters with Southern Avenue and South of Eden live at Renaissance. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi. Tuesday afternoon with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. A couple of hours from the start of Mississippi State and Virginia. Winner's bracket game at the College World Series. You know the ceasefire text line is open to you. Hit us up, 601-879-4395. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky with you. On this Tuesday afternoon, time to go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Joined by a former baseball star at Mississippi State. Got to Starkville in 2011, redshirted. Then he played 2012, 13, 14, and 15. Two-time team captain of the Bulldogs. That is Wes Ray from the Mississippi Gulf Coast. He joins us right now. Wes, i got to start out with this. We've got a video stream that goes as well. We always put a picture up of the person that we're talking to on the phone because you're a former baseball player, it would stand to reason that we would have a baseball picture up of you, except for the fact that Michael Borky found a picture of you with, um, I guess we'll call it a deer. He said it looks more like an elk that you found in uh, in Texas. Uh, looks like life is pretty good. What's up, my man? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I actually got that picture sent to me a couple times already. Um, so I like it. I like the move there for sure. Tell me about that deer. Uh, we, uh, you know, we've made it a trip to go to Texas every year with my family. We've been going out there every year since I was little. So it was just one of the bucks that I killed when I was still actually in college. And I guess just, you know, the media got a hold of that one, you know. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. So let's go back to your college days. People remember that big beard. You anchoring the thing over at first base. And, and Wes kind of, I was going back through some of your numbers and really, uh, going all the way back to 2012, it felt like you played your best when the postseason came around, when the stakes were the highest. Is that is that a fair way to look at your career? I think so. I mean, I really prided myself in, you know, coming through in the big moments, and, you know, it's just kind of what you live for as a baseball player. And, you know, I was lucky enough to, to have some big hits throughout my career, but, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, I kind of I like to hang my hat on and something that I, you know, like I said, I took a lot of pride into. It's 
it's not a uh, it's not something that's very easy to do. You know that stadium in Omaha is crazy in the postseason. Obviously, Duty Noble's crazy, but I guess it's just something that I kind of fell into, and I'm glad I did. That 2013 team, it was a, uh, a remarkable run. You get to the uh, the College World Series, then you get all the way to the finals, uh, meet up with UCLA. They had a couple of pretty good guys on the mound, if I remember correctly. It seems like Cole and Bauer were the uh, starting pitchers. Uh, they've managed that to stick a... around in, in baseball a little bit. Uh, I mean, I guess as big a challenge as you've ever faced, right? Yeah, I mean, they had a couple really good arms, um, you know, as well as the balls were a whole lot different back then. And, you know, it just seemed, you know, we were out there for almost two weeks, and it seemed like every day the wind's blowing straight in. It was just kind of one of those things, bad place, bad time, you know, they just kind of matched up good against us, keeping balls in the yard. So, um, you know, I wish I could go back every day. I relive that moment a lot. But, yeah, it was just, it was definitely, you know, two great arms that we faced that series. Wes, a more positive memory for you would be against Virginia in the Super Regional, where you where you hit a uh, a home run that may or may not have landed yet. I haven't, I don't know the tracking on it from NORAD. You know, you hit a home run and you know it's out. That's one thing, but when you hit a ball like that, what's that feeling like? Yeah, that was you know that's one of the ones you you remember and take with you for a long time. I hope, but um. You know, this is another spot, you know, a big moment that um, that I'm glad that I was in that spot and was able to make something happen. But it definitely is a moment that you take with you for a long time. And, you know, it's one of those that bats you can play back in your head a hundred times over and over again and remember exactly what it looked like, you know. We were talking a little earlier in the show about, you know, and, and your team was in the same <laughs> prediction uh, position you win that first game and you you know do you look ahead to gosh if we win this one we're in that good shape is, is it really one game at a time when you're in omaha or do, do you ever get caught looking ahead it is but i'll tell you man winning that first one is huge winning that first one just puts you in a whole nother frame of mind you know i mean i think being there three years in a row um has already put us in a good frame of mind but winning that first one you know you kind of feel like you know we're here to stay and Let's uh, lace the cleats on and just keep on playing, you know. And you kind of, you know, when you lose game one and you're looking into tomorrow and not knowing what's going to happen, you know, it's totally different. You know, you're one game and you're going back to the house or you're staying, you know, i got two more shots at this. So, you know, the frame of mind from a coaching and a player standpoint totally changes when you win game one like that. Wes, you mentioned the the ball a second ago. There have been some changes to the uh, to the college baseball that hopefully make it a little more friendly. It looks to me like these bats in in, in this season, kind of from beginning to end, uh, have been hot. I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. As a hitter, do, do you watch games and go, man, I, I wish I was hitting in in this era? For sure. You know, I was at the Super Regionals and and you know, lucky enough to get there early enough for BP a couple days and. Even watching BP, you know, even though it's been you know, six, seven years ago, it's just like, wow, man, the ball used to not do that. And, you know, when we came in, that was actually the first year. So, I mean, there was so much testing. You know, we're hitting with all different types of bats, different manufacturers in there trying to get us to swing their bats. And, you know, nothing felt right going from the old bat to the new one. And, you know, it just seemed like something was off. You know, there's, there's no way that this is – going to continue and obviously it didn't so i think the ball plays a factor but i also think those bats have gotten better and better you know they've had 
eight years to play or really ten years to play with those bats now. So I think there's no question that it's a totally different game now than it was ten years ago. Wes, when you think about particularly the 2013 run, what stands out for you? Um, you know, with the, the the super regional win in Charlottesville, getting to the College World Series, getting to the Championship Series, is there a lasting memory for you specifically from Omaha? Man, just that whole season, that whole team was just so close. I mean, that we keep up with together. That whole group of guys is still so close, and. You know, getting to start that postseason at Duty Noble was obviously special. So I know the guys that got to stay there for the regional and super regional this year, you know, probably have that same bond. But when you make it that far, you know, it's just it's, you remember the teammates and you remember, you know, the moments with your friends more so than you specifically remember stuff that happened on the field, you know. So, you know, specific moments, you know, big hits, yeah, all that stuff's great. But, you know, I look back. You know, what is it, eight years now, and just think about how close we were as a group. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of that same closeness with this group of guys, too, and you can just see it on the field, you know. Visiting with Wes Ray on the Farm Bureau phone line, just a couple of minutes left. Uh, Wes, I know this is a much different Virginia team than the one that you faced. Obviously, all the players are different, but the coaching staff is largely the same. Is there a characteristic that stands out to you uh, from that Virginia team that, that you guys faced, uh, what was it, eight, nine years ago at this point? Yeah, you know, Brian O'Connor does a great job. I mean, all the respect in the world to him. You know, actually, you know, a few baseball tidbits from remembering that series, you know, they kind of do their own thing. You know, they have their game plan and stick to it. You know, throwing Adam Frazier first ball fastballs every time probably wasn't a very good game plan, but, you know, they're going to come <laughs> at you with their stuff. And um, I think the guy we face tonight, you know, a lot of velo. So I actually think it's a great matchup because I can promise you Jake Grotro's preaching, you know, to our guys, don't miss the fastball. And, you know, that's kind of what they do from a pitching standpoint, which is, you know, where a lot of my studying took place. So, I mean, if a guy is throwing with his right hand with velo, you know, I think from watching our team this year, you anybody would say we got a shot against anybody that's willing to do that. You know. All right. So the kid that, that Virginia's throwing tonight, it, it's exactly what you're talking about. It, it's high in velocity, but it's like 95 to 99, maybe touching 100. What's the difference in trying to hit a 92, three, four mile an hour fastball and trying to hit one that's 97, 98, 99? Yeah, it is. That's a big jump. And, you know, that's the jump you've even seen in Major League Baseball and you're starting to see it in college now, you know. But but I'll tell you this, when you know it's coming, it's a whole different thing too, you know. So if that, this guy has some control issues, but when you know 98's coming, it, it kind of starts looking like 93, you know. So I think that bodes well for our guys and a lot of our big left-handed bats. And, you know, if we can gear up on, on the fastball, I really don't care how fast it is if we know it's coming. Makes a difference if you know it's coming. Hunting only or fishing too? Uh, we're on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, so we do a lot of fishing too, but I like to mix it up in the wintertime. We do a little bit of everything. There you go. I, I like it a lot. How's the uh, how's the fishing been so far, spring and summer this year? Oh, uh, fishing's great. You know, we've had a we've had a good spring fishing down here and um Working in my family business and everything's going good, man. Very blessed in life and, and looking to continue living on the Gulf Coast and being close to start while cheering on the Bulldogs. 
certainly a big one coming up tonight. Wes, thanks so much for your time, man. Good catching up with you and wish you all the best going forward. Yeah, Brian, I want to give a shout-out to my Dicamba dogs before I get off the radio. They know who they are. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> yeah, Inside guys. jokes to wrap it up. That's the best you, way. Thanks, Wes. Yeah. yeah, guys, be good. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Wes Ray joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Up next, President at Mississippi State, Dr. Mark Keenum. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. So far this afternoon, the ride home running fairly smoothly with no current reported accidents or congestion. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCare MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman, Buddy Slowick, has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. Come shop the freshest locally grown fruits and vegetables, meats, and other farm-raised products at the Mississippi Farmer's Market every Saturday from 8 to 1. While there, you can grab breakfast or lunch at the City Limits Cafe and shop our new Genuine Mississippi store for unique items made right here in Mississippi. The store is also open weekdays 11 to 1 every day. All this at the Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street in Jackson, right near the fairgrounds. Y'all come see us. Coleman Taylor Transmission. Here's Flint from Coleman Taylor Transmission about what to do if you're having issues with your transmission. We do free diagnosis, first of all, so we just need to get the vehicle to our shop. If you have a way to do that, bring it in. If you do not, have free towing on major repairs. Tell you basically the things you want to know is how how much is it going to be and how long is it going to take. Usually try to get them checked the same day. Coleman Taylor Transmission is about you, the customer. I don't sleep at night if I feel like I've mistreated somebody or overcharged somebody or done something like that. 601-355-8520. 26. Get here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to, back to the sports. 
This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. Go ahead and tell everybody. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm on this Tuesday afternoon. We stick with the Farm Bureau phone line. A busy day for the president at Mississippi State. He is the chairman of the College Football Playoff Board of Managers. And that particular board received the formal proposal from another board that uh, we'll get into in just a second. But also... Dr. Keenum in Omaha getting ready for a College World Series game with Mississippi State and Virginia that begins in a little less than two hours. Dr. Keenum, we always appreciate your time. Uh, this is a, uh, a busy day for you, to say the least. <laughs> well, Richard, it has been a, a busy day, but it's been a very productive day, and, and I've enjoyed it. I began my, my morning in, in Dallas, Texas with my colleagues on the uh, college football playoff board of managers and have really, really, really productive meeting meetings this morning and then uh, made my way back to Omaha, back to Omaha. I was here Sunday for our great win uh, over at the University of Texas Sunday evening. That was a great time. So, yeah, just shuttling back and forth between Omaha and Dallas. Well, certainly uh, not not a bad way to uh, to spend a week. We can get to baseball in just a second, but obviously there are a lot of people that are talking about this uh, this twelve team playoff. We read your statement on the air uh, earlier today, and I, I'm certainly paraphrasing, but part of it was slow down just a little bit. There's a lot of work still to be done, and so maybe we would start with how optimistic are you that we get to the finish line? on this 12-team playoff that has been put together painstakingly over the last couple of years from uh, Commissioner Sankey, Commissioner Bowlesby, Commissioner Thompson, and, and Jack Swarbrick from Notre Dame? Well, it, 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 look, today was my first time to have the formal briefing. I've seen it, uh, the proposal in writing, like many of you. But to have an opportunity to visit with the working group to really see how they went about making their decisions and it was fascinating, and, and a lot went into it. Uh, and I was just so appreciative of the, how in-depth they, they were in making their decisions on what would be a good potential possible fit for our future in determining, determining our national champion. You know, two years ago, I'm glad you talked about that. You know, we started this process two years ago within the board, and we asked the management committee to look at this, look at opportunities. And, and the reason we wanted to, to look at possibly expanding beyond just the four team to the office, what can we do uh, to allow more student-athlete participation in the playoff? Uh, you know, I'm out here now at the College War Series. We've got eight teams playing in just this tournament. And then you had all the super regional and then the regionals. You know, a lot of student athletes who had a chance to pursue their dream of winning the national championship. And so we, we tasked our work, our uh, management committee and they formed this working group and they have done a great job. And, you know, and, and, and COVID obviously impacted the timing on this because it's been two years. Well, everything's probably pretty much been put on hold for the past over a year. And this was part of that getting impacted. So we're just now getting back and looking, and, and the timing is good. You know, we're we just finished up our seventh year of a 12-year contract under our current college football playoff format. 
So it's good to do kind of a mid-term review, assess where we are, let's think about where we want to go for the future, and then let's talk about how we can get there. And that's what we did today. We had a wonderful dialogue, great questions, a lot of issues were raised, and one of the things that I think we all realized is if this is the direction we, we think we may want to go, we now need to determine what are all the legal ramifications. We all, you know, we have our bowl uh, contractual agreements with our six playoff bowls. Uh, we have a contract with ESPN, which is our media provider. We have other binding contracts and, and, and that are in place that if we try to change things before the end of the 12th year, what are all those legal entanglements we've got to work out? So now we've tasked the management committee over the course of this summer to do an even deeper dive and now come back to the board and show us what it is, if we want to make some changes between now and, and year 12, what are the challenges that we've got to deal with? Or is it better for us to just continue this course of action, take all of this good work, and lay this kind of as a foundation for where we make and go beyond year 12? We just don't have all the facts and all the information, and we certainly didn't have it today to make that determination. So our plan is to, to spend the summer, let the management committee work on this more, and and then report back to the board uh, on September the 28th, and that's our next scheduled in-person meeting where we'll do, a, like I said, an even deeper dive on and, and maybe try to make some decisions or determine we you know, we just don't know yet. We, and sure. I hate to say it that way because we don't have all the facts before us, and it's a bit frustrating. It's I'm editorializing here, so it, it but it, I guess that's part of what we do. It seems like it would be advantageous for those partners that you mentioned to uh, to be cooperative and to work with you uh, just kind of going forward. I, I, I will say this, and this is something that we've talked about the last couple of days, and I, I guess there's a question in here. Um, we were trying to kind of think about major things that have happened in college athletics in recent years, and I can't think of anything that seems to be as universally accepted, kind of kind of across the board as this idea has been in recent years with anything this major. Does what I'm saying make sense? Well, it does. And, and, and I made a statement today in a press conference that a lot of people on the outside who want to see more playoff games, they say, oh, y'all just play a few more games. That's no big deal. Well, it's <laughs> a huge deal. Yeah. And, and so, again, just the, the, the legalities of, of trying to change the current format is going to be a, a major task. You, know, you, you want to hope that all of our partners can work with us and, but still, there are a lot of legal nuances that we've got to work through. But then, you know, keep, keep in mind, we've got to address the, the schedule when we do these games. And, and, and so it's going to push back the end of our, our season to get to that championship. And on top of all of this, you've got the NFL. And they just have announced, you know, of course, this coming season, they're going to have 17 regular season games. And their playoffs are being pushed back over into January. And so and if you think about it, some of the venues where we're playing our playoffs are in the NFL stadiums. And and so working through the NFL schedule, when would be appropriate dates, when could we play? Uh, and so we want to take time to hear from 
student athletes themselves uh, all across the country, our football players. We want to hear from them. We want to hear from, obviously, the coaches, the athletic directors. I want to hear from the faculty athletic representatives that we have on each of our campuses on the academic well-being of our students as we go down this path. And, and, and give them a chance to have a voice and other presidents and chancellors that aren't sitting in that room with us whose student athletes are going to be impacted by decisions that we make. So we want to give a really good opportunity to get as much feedback from all of these stakeholder interest groups that are out there. Let the lawyers work through all the legalities. Get with our our, our, our media provider, ESPN, to look at all the issues that have to be worked out in that regard. Of course, we have to consult with the NFL, and it's just a lot that has to be done. All we asked this committee to do, this working group, the management committee, was to bring us a format that they think, if there's a change, would be the best format that would enable us to uh, put greater emphasis on conference champions but also provide a pathway for at-large teams that aren't yeah. necessarily a conference champion but have a great season and give those student athletes a chance to play for the national championship, to get in the playoffs. And I think they've done a marvelous job. I mean, I, it would, it, there's no way I could have come up with this, this uh, proposal, but it just shows they put a lot into it, a lot of work. Now, and they didn't focus on all the legal issues and all the things I'm talking about. Next so that's going to happen now. Next yeah. Is through this summer. And then hopefully we'll have, like I said, we'll have the information, a lot better information to make a more informed decision about what direction and then the timing. You know, if we want to, if we want to go down this path, when do we want to do it? And there may be legal issues that, that help drive that decision, but I just don't know of right now. But, Sure. We don't know yet, and we're going to work through this process, and I'm, I'm thrilled and excited to be part of it. I'm honored well, to be part of it. And you're certainly doing a good job leading that group uh, as well. I think the answer from college football fans largely would be the sooner the better. Dr. Keenum, no, it's been a busy day. Huge night coming up. All the best to Mississippi State mm-hmm. baseball. Hope you enjoy it at, uh, at TD Ameritrade, and uh, we look forward, as always, to visiting with you again soon. Well, thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. And, uh, and hail state. Dr. Mark Keenum, president at Mississippi State, explaining what happened today with the board of managers for the college football playoff and a whole lot more. Plus, getting ready for a little college baseball tonight in Omaha. More coming up with you. We'll unpack that next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny skies, high near 83. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. A slight chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 71. And a 30% chance of rain for your Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 91. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
this year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated, Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 40 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military seniors and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, Go to ccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like western red cedar and cypress lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. First Lady Jill Biden was in the capital city today encouraging Mississippians to get vaccinated. She said it's hard to believe how far we've come since the beginning of the pandemic. Do you remember how quiet the streets were? And do you remember the empty grocery store aisles? And do you remember just how uncertain and how lonely many of us felt? I mean, we we can't lose that. We can't lose how that felt. And... uh, because it's important. we we got to pass this forward. We have to tell our kids. We have to tell our grandkids. And, and we have to tell, you know, fellow Americans, hey, this was bad. But now we have a way to make it better. Only 35% of Mississippians are vaccinated against the virus. I'm Andy Davis. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. What I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9, Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm. Communication system is a go. Go! This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. A correction from a listener on the ceasefire text line, and I appreciate this, and I'm a little embarrassed that I bungled it. Something Haydad could have helped me with, because I don't think it's the first time I've said this. You said it a week ago. I was shaking my head when you were saying it. I was like, no, not again. Well, why didn't you correct me a week ago? Trevor Bauer and Garrett Cole were on the 2010 UCLA team, not the 2013 UCLA I thought team. you were right. I thought you were right to. Uh, I, I it just slipped my mind. And then we had some people text in, and you you said it on air. You said it. He said, "Oh, we were wrong." I just and then you you slipped again. I don't remember saying it on air. Oh well, that we were wrong. It's not a big deal. They still had some dudes in 2013. I mean, they won the national title. They couldn't have been. Yeah, and and they were dominant on the mound. Yeah. Yeah, well, the good news is if, if you're Mississippi State, the good news is you are not facing Garrett Cole or Trevor Bauer tonight. And was was Vandertug one of the ones that pitched? Nick Vandertug, does that sound right? I, I, I it might. I don't, I don't really remember. To be honest, I blocked a lot of those painful memories out. That's that's fine. I understand. Let's see here. Ten- Tennessee even... is out. The Tennessee Vols are out. I wonder if Tony Vitello is yelling at anybody right now. Boy, the way he acts fits right in with the brand there in Baton Rouge, doesn't it? Hit it, Borky. Let's look at a Rocky Top. Come on. No? Okay. Play it again! <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, so, yeah, Texas advances. And Texas, with their backs against the wall, will play the loser of tonight's game between Virginia and Mississippi State in an elimination game on Thursday, right? Yes. And then the winner of that game will turn around and play the winner of tonight's game on Friday. Correct. So the winner of tonight's game doesn't play again until Friday. Extra day of rest in there. And Texas started the difficult road today, which is fighting your way through the loser's bracket because you got to play a couple of extra games, and your margin for error is nil at uh, at this point. That's a great win for Texas and um, kind of a tough College World Series for Tennessee. All the credit in the world 
to them for getting there. That's a, a really, really good team. And I think there are now questions that surround the Tennessee baseball program. They have become relevant for the first time in a really long time under Tony Vitello. He has brought an attitude to that program. He has brought an edge to that program. And more importantly than anything, he's brought really good players to that program. Tennessee is reportedly ready to pay him a lot of money and make a big commitment to facility enhancements. Are they really, really, though, ready to commit at the level that an LSU is ready to commit or perhaps willing to commit? that Mississippi State has committed, that Ole Miss has committed, that Arkansas has committed. Are, are they ready to, to jump into that boat? We'll find out quickly, I suppose. Is it sort of like what you said last week about Ole Miss, about if you know you think you'll know by the weekend? If Tony Vitalo is still the coach of Tennessee on Monday, he's probably the coach of Tennessee next season. I have no idea what Scott Woodward is thinking. No, and I'm not being I, – I, I mean, yes, what you're saying seems to make sense, right? Yeah. I mean, I I think I said on this show, Tennessee made Tony Vitello an offer back in May, you know, around the time of the SEC tournament. And I was told that his response was, yeah, we'll talk about that later. And I've been told that Tony Vitello said, I'm not talking to anybody until the season is done – but Tony Vitello's name has been out there a lot yeah. for jobs, whether it was Texas A&M or LSU or others. So we'll see. I do tend to think if Tennessee is able to make it past this hurdle and hold on to Tony Vitello, if LSU's coming after him seriously, then he's probably going to be in Knoxville for a long time. Like maybe until Dave Van Horn retires at Arkansas. Hmm. I mean, if, if you're not willing to leave for for this job, what job would you leave for? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, but I mean, we is, so are we on the verge of Tony Vitello becoming the uh, the Billy Napier of college baseball? We're just every year like this is the year he's taking this job, and then he's still at Tennessee. Speaking of, he just got his salary almost doubled. So Napier, Billy Napier, Billy Napier is going to be making two million dollars to coach the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. How about that? It's going to take a. Spe- it's. I mean, I don't know what it is though, because I mean, I guess, I guess if Texas had asked him, he would have gone to Texas. But it's it's going to be like that kind of job. Or NCAA scandal is the end of yeah, uh, the yeah. Coach LSU would, and LSU would be that kind up. of job, yeah. Or maybe Billy Napier just really likes Lafayette. Yeah, possible. LSU could give him six and a half, though. I think that changes your your, your desire yes. to live in Lafayette. You're still, you're still driving distance, man. You can go yeah. visit whenever you like. Yeah, Plenty of recruits there, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, C Spire text line, every coach that LSU has gone after or – has talked about, has lost immediately after Florida, Ole Miss, and now Tennessee. How can we put Chris Lamonis on their radar? <laughs> Thanks in advance from Oxford. <laughs> That's pretty good. Hey, Dad alluded to the fact yesterday that perhaps Chris Lamonis is on their radar. I mean, it would be stupid not to, right? I know Mississippi State fans get upset about that fact, but I what, what was it, Kendall, that put out there that you know maybe they're going to talk to Chris Lamonis? If you're Scott Woodward, 
Why would you not call a guy that has a 100% Omaha hit rate as an SEC head coach? I mean, I mean, come on. Even if he tells you no, why would you not pick up the phone and call? Hey, Chris, I'll give you double and then some of your salary. Will you come to LSU? If he says no, he says no. But why would you not pursue that? We, we joked about this yesterday, Borky. I said, I would love to be Chris Lamonis' agent. Oh, buddy. My guess is that John Cohen would prefer that Scott Woodward not make that phone call. <laughs> because <laughs> there is one thing and only one thing that matters in these situations, and that is leverage. And we and learned leverage that. equals dollars. <laughs> Period. If I were Chris Lamotis' agent, I would just send John Cohen a gif of Johnny Manziel doing the money thing. Just pay me, buddy. Jeff in Grenada says, Lamotis ain't leaving state for Knoxville. No. No, no we're not. Of no. course he's not. That's not what we were talking about. Not even suggesting We were, we were saying if Scott Woodward at LSU were to reach out and say that he was interested in Chris Lamotis. He should. You couldn't blame him for doing it. No. I mean, Mississippi State went, went big game hunting as well when they ultimately hired Chris Lamotis. If you're not calling Jim Schlossnagel, if you're Mississippi State, what are you doing? Give him yeah. a call. He says no, okay, move on, and you happen to hire a sitting Power 5 head coach who takes you to Omaha at a 100% hit rate. Has it has it surprised you, speaking of, along those lines, that, that we haven't had Dan McDonald's name come up in, in LSU's discussions yet? or at least I think his name came up early on and... The things that I heard were that fit wasn't right, maybe in either direction. Was he a decent person? Yes, he's an altogether <laughs> decent person. So maybe maybe that's why there's not a fit. <clears throat> oh, man. Sorry, Quinn. I'm all right now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Scott Woodward... Seems to um, not care what anybody thinks. I, I had, I may butcher this quote, I had somebody in college athletics share with me something that a very successful athletics director way, way up the ladder had shared with him many years ago. And that was, this is not a friend's business. That hiring and firing coaches and coaching in major college athletics is a gunfight. And you go out and you try and get the best shooter, and when he runs out of bullets, you fire him and you go get another gunfighter. And you give him all the bullets that he can. It's just business. And I don't think fans like to think about it that way. It's the way agents approach it. Agents have one job, right? To get their guy the best situation, the best job, the most money. Athletics directors really only have one job. Go hire guys to win. And if they don't win enough, you got to fire them. And then you try and find somebody else that can win. And I feel like feelings get wrapped up in a lot of this. 
message board feelings, Twitter feelings, donor feelings, fan feelings, nostalgia, my school. And I think we forget that that's not the way that the business of college athletics works. It's a mercenary business. That doesn't mean there aren't relationships, and that doesn't mean that people don't like and dig deep roots where they are. But the bottom line is you win, and if you win enough, you either get to stay or you get to go to a better job, and if you lose, you get fired. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. So far this afternoon, the ride home running fairly smoothly with no current reported accidents or congestion. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we built the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, SUVs built to command the road. And the 2021 F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They're built for America. Drive one at your Mid-South Ford dealer today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, 
We are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com slash business. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to dial 911 at the onset of symptoms of a heart attack or stroke. The moment paramedics arrive, life-saving care begins. It's important to remember the first thing paramedics do is to take the time to stabilize the patient. Vital information is relayed to the appropriate hospital so that heart attack or stroke teams will be ready when the patient arrives. Every second counts. Dial 911. Don't drive. Let them come to you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. What about our conversation with Dr. Mark Keenum just uh, a bit ago? Any thoughts? You can tell he's genuinely excited for this. You can tell he takes he takes a good deal of pleasure in this, in being part of this, uh, being the leader, I guess, of this committee. Um, and, but, you know, he's going to have to preach that message of patience because it's not going to be you know, we're not going to wake up on August 1st and they're saying, okay, 12 teams this year, let's go. It's going to be a, it definitely, you can tell it's going to be a, a process and it could be a long process. Don't you think that there are a lot of college football fans that if they listen to what Mark Keenum said, okay, there, there are two ways of listening, right? I mean, they're like, you really listen and soak in what he was saying. And you do understand that there are just a lot of layers to this. But what a lot of people would hear if they were listening to that conversation with Mark Keenum would be like, Playoff. All they want to hear is playoff. I don't care about all the other stuff. Y'all figure out the legal stuff. Y'all figure out the TV stuff. You guys figure out just how to make it go as fast as it could possibly go. And he just, he talked a lot about the legal side of it. You've got a lot of complicated contracts in place. And it's not just TV, right? I mean, it's it's the access bowls. And they're going to be fine, right? I mean, you're talking about... But, but clearly the Rose Bowl is hard to deal with. Yeah, and maybe... I, I understand that it's rooted in tradition and all of that stuff, but it, I, I can't tell you the number of times I've seen, well, they got to do this because of the Rose Bowl. Or these games have to be on this day because of the Rose Bowl. Forget the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I, I do feel like, Borky, we're just about to the point where we're like, say, oh, look, have your Rose Bowl. And if the top two tens from the, uh, teams from the Big Ten and the top two teams from the Pac-12 make the college football playoff, you can have the third-place team from the Big Ten and the third-place team from the Pac-12 play in the granddaddy of them all. Good luck with that. Michigan State But either play Iowa. ball or get off. We don't care. We should not, or they should not, let one game 
stop them, prevent them, hinder them, get in the way at all of this decision in any way, shape, or form. Easier said than done, of course. But at the end of the day, it's one game, and it's just a bowl game. It used to matter a heck of a lot more than that. But here's the thing. They're just bowl games now. It's just a consolation prize. That's all it is. Don't let it get in your way. Well, and you you heard me say to Dr. Keenum, I said, I'm editorializing here, so forgive me for that. But it seems like it would make a heck of a lot of sense for the partners that you were talking about, television, access bowls, at all, to be cooperative and figure out a way to work with you. Because if you're the roadblock, if you're the stumbling block that causes this thing not to get done, and we have to wait five full seasons, guess who's not going to be included when ultimately the new deal gets done? Hope you get what you want for the next five years, because for the next dozen years you're not going to be a part of it. I mean, we were just talking a few minutes ago, right, about hiring and firing coaches, cutthroat business. If I were running the college football playoff committee, there'd be some cutthroat there as well. Yeah, I realize we've got contracts in place, but there's a chance for this to be good for everybody, so we need your help. But work with us, please. But it's not really a request. You're not really asking them to work with you. You're telling them to work with you. You can be really polite when you say that you're telling them to work with you. But you hold the cards. They may hold the cards temporarily, but ultimately you hold the cards. How much leverage does the Rose Bowl have? I guess would be another. I mean, how much influence should they have? Because, I mean, if it was keep it as it is with the Rose Bowl intact or expand to 12 and they're not involved, the overwhelming majority of college football fans would say, give me the 12. The Rose Bowl can do whatever it wants. Have teams from Canadian college football come play for all I care. Yeah. So how much power should they have when they're expendable? It's a heck of a game, an incredible scene. It's also expendable. That's right. There's no question. In the shadows of the San Gabriel Mountains. That's a great sunset. I mean, the sun setting on the Rose Bowl in Pasadena on the afternoon of January 1st is iconic. Yep. But it's not unreplaceable. Hopefully we won't have to replace it. Sports uh, Sports Talk Mississippi, two hours in the books with you. College Football Fix coming up next. Fox News, I'm Pam Puso. We can expect to hear from President Biden after the Senate votes on whether or not to advance legislation on election reform. Republicans are now doing the dastardly act of taking away voting 
from millions of Americans. Senate Democratic Leader Chuck Schumer. This is not a federal issue. It ought to be left to the states. There's nothing broken around the country. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell. Another wrinkle in relations between the U.S. and Iran. A national security source tells Fox News the U.S. government seized about three dozen Iranian-based websites that were spreading disinformation. Iranian media says the affected websites include a Yemeni Houthi rebel satellite news channel and the state-run English language service Press TV. That's Fox's Steve Rappaport. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. Nadie Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senator Joey Fillingane could add his name to a list of candidates that intend to challenge and battle Congressman Stephen Palazzo. But I'm certainly very interested in looking at it if it's an open seat. And, of course, we're all innocent until proven guilty. So I think we wait and see what the House Ethics Committee report looks like and see just how bad his actions were or not. Gulfport Police Officer Raymond Brook, Jackson County Sheriff Mike Ezell, and Carl Boynton have formally announced they'll challenge the six-term incumbent. And a deputy with the Hancock County Sheriff's Office has been placed on leave following an assault charge. According to WLOX, the unnamed deputy was arrested Saturday night following a domestic disturbance call. The report states that the deputy fired a warning shot during the dispute and that it was not aimed at the victim. The deputy has since been released on bond but remains on leave as an internal investigation continues. I'm Andy Davis. Say thanks. You're more than welcome. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Tonight could be a lucky night for someone in Mississippi. The estimated Mississippi Match 5 jackpot stands at $445,000. In addition, the Mega Millions drawing is also tonight. 
The estimated jackpot is $40 million. For tomorrow night's Powerball drawing, the estimated jackpot is $63 million. And past Christiane's Corey McGee has qualified for Team USA and will compete in the Olympics in Tokyo next month. In Monday's qualifying race, she set a personal best record and finished second in the 1,500-meter final. And the Mississippi Aquarium will release seven endangered Kim's Ridley Sea Turtles into the Gulf Thursday afternoon at 5.30. This is the last of a batch of sea turtles that were brought to the coast for rehab after being stranded along the eastern coast in December. They were cold-stunned and had severe pneumonia, but now they've been nursed back to health. While they're the most endangered sea turtle on a global level, they're the most common sea turtle found in Mississippi waters. I'm Andy Davis. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888 808 on Super Talk Mississippi. o'clock hour with you. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. We're glad to have you along for the ride. If you want to be a part of the conversation, let's do it on the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Four three nine five bull. There's a lot of it in wireless, but Ceasefire thinks you deserve a plan that's actually what it says. Here's the real deal: the best plan for one or two lines, forty five dollars each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Ceasefire.com. All right, it's time right now for the college football fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on to buyfordnow.com and find out why the best-selling trucks are built Ford Tough. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone. Like Explorer and Expedition, these SUVs built to command the road of the 2021 Ford F-150. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. 
They are built for America. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. We had Mark Keenum, president at Mississippi State, on earlier today. He's also the chairperson, chairman of the College Football Playoff Board of Managers. That particular board heard the detailed proposal from the working group, which was part of another committee or board, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Greg Sankey, Bob Bowlesby, Jack Swarbrick, Craig Thompson made their presentation to Mark Keenum and the other members of the management committee. They cleared a bit of a hurdle today when the 11 presidents and chancellors who have the ultimate authority over the format authorized the 10 FBS commissioners to begin a summer review phase to determine the feasibility of an expanded field and to work on the details of how and when it might be implemented. We read you the statement from Mark Keenum earlier. There are also statements from Greg Sankey and others. And everybody's saying, hold your horses, slow down just a little bit. It's not as easy as you think. Is it going to be a buzzkill if we end up having to wait five years to get to this? Are we going to have to wait five years to get to this? Once it goes official, you can't wait years. So if they once they get to the end of the year, which I guess there's you know, half a dozen more committees that they have to get through to approve this kind of a move. Once you do that, you can't make people wait five years before it actually happens, right? Maybe that's way overthinking something, but, hey, we're going to do this when your children are going to be on the team. Yeah. I don't know if that'll play. Mark Keenum said today, I don't think anyone in the room had a serious problem with the concept of this 12-team proposal, but the devil's in the details. We've got to get into the details before we can make an informed decision. If we decide to make a change, when would we do that? When would it work for us? When would it be most feasible? We don't know the answer to that yet. We just don't know. He went on to say, I want to caution observers of this process to not rush to conclusions about what our board may decide. We still have a lot more information, more facts to bring to the table for the Board of Managers to make any decisions going forward. And so the Board of Managers, that's the um, that, thats the uh, 10 conference commissioners and Jack Swarbrick. So that 11-person committee has now got to go out. And I'm assuming, so what would you think the order of business is? Like, those 11 get together, maybe they even did it today, and they kind of assign, all right, you guys are going to do this, and you guys are going to do this, and you guys are going to do this, and then we're going to come back together and compare notes. What would you think that looks like? That's a good question. It's probably a lot of... uh... A lot of people come up with the same ideas over and over again, if I had to guess, and it just all gets sort of amalgamated. Yeah, I, 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 to... I, I'm saying if you've got to if you've got to go have a conversation with ESPN, mm-hmm. who do you put in charge of doing that? Do you go, hey, Greg Sankey, you guys have got the best TV deal with ESPN right now. Yeah, you got those relationships. Why don't you handle the TV partner piece of it? 
That would um, what would it cost to pay Roger Goodell to do it? <laughs> Ooh. You want to talk about negotiating television rights deals? That's the guy to call. He knows how to do it. Um, Jack Swarbrick, you're an attorney. Why don't you dive into the contracts that we have with our Access Bowl partners, make sure we know what's there, and begin the dialogue with them? Um, new Pac-12 guy, yeah, you're new. You don't, you haven't proven that you're. Oh wait, you got a TV negotiating background. Why don't you work with Greg Sankey on the TV stuff? Yeah, on, on the TV and digital stuff. This is such feel a. Like the... The TV partners are gonna would be anxious to get in on this more more games more important games feels like they would just be like yeah we can redo the contracts no problem yeah we'll give you more inventory yeah who says no to that Evan makes a great point though if they can rearrange an entire season because of COVID they can figure out a twelve team playoff quickly I mean we're scheduling games for twenty problem is their hand right is now. not forced here. Their hand was forced by COVID. But the thing is, the forcing of the hand told you you could do it. Yep. Now we're back to egos. And what's best for me, getting in the way of what's best for all of us. I do think that it is a little interesting that what's best for me, outside of Larry Scott's exiting quote that nobody did anything but laugh about, has kind of been set aside for what's best for all of us. And that goes back to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with, um, was it Bob Bowlesby or Jack Swarbrick? One of those said, look, the SEC is going to be fine regardless. And so tip of the cap to Greg Sankey for saying, how do we do what's good for all of college football? Because the SEC is going to be fine, period. Jack Swarbrick did that to a certain extent with regard to Notre Dame, knowing that Notre Dame does not have the ability to get an automatic spot. They're, they're not going to be one of the top four. Now, kind of the, the flip side of that is they're likely going to have the opportunity some along the way to host a playoff game in South Bend in December, which, by the way, will be just awesome. <laughs> You ever seen uh, a beautiful mind? Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, where he talks about how he he sort of like takes Adam Smith's theory about doing what's best for the for the individual, and it's what's doing what's best for the group and the individual. That's what this is. This is the the expanded playoff is what's going to be best for the groups for the for for college football, but it's also going to be best for the individual schools too. That makes sense. Especially the non-Power 5 individual schools. Right. And look, I mean, it's a trickle-down thing, too. I mean, there's going to be more money. Therefore, more money is distributed, and those payouts go up. Although, is there an argument to be made that that doesn't really matter if everybody gets more money? Then does anybody really get more money? That, yeah, that I, always, sound, I always point that, that, that out when people dumb, talk about... Uh, no, no, you're right. People always talk about the SEC network money. Mississippi State don't miss have so much more money now. They do, but they don't have more money relative to Alabama and Auburn and LSU. But, Everybody's getting the same amount of money. But 
$25 million to a $100 million budget's 25% increase yeah. in your budget. Yeah. yeah. That's 25- where State and Ole Miss have caught up is relative to the rest of the country. They, you know, there was a time where State and Ole Miss athletic budget wise were down below most of the Big Ten and Big Twelve and and the Pac Ten or you know Pac Twelve now, and now they're not because that that rising tide lifted that shift, but it didn't bring them any closer to Alabama because Alabama got the same amount of money and was already ahead. And that's a great point, but as Borky was saying, this is something I think I pointed out along the way is that increased revenue means more. To Ole Miss, to Mississippi State, to Arkansas, to to Missouri, yeah, to South yeah. Carolina, than it means to Alabama and Texas A and M and Florida and Georgia, because simply it makes up a larger percentage of your budget. We're getting more and more rumblings. I don't know if you guys have kind of seen this popping up in stories. We've alluded to it of what is coming in this master facilities plan and major capital campaign for Ole Miss Athletics. Completely redoing the Manning Center and a major, like, complete rebuild of the west side of Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents causing major congestion for your drive home. Just your typical afternoon commute congestion. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. The staff at Burke Handling Systems would like to pay special tribute to our troops from Mississippi that are serving here and abroad. From Burke Handling Systems, we salute you. Have a happy 4th of July holiday from your friends at Burke Handling Systems. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. 
Farmer's Market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm-fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gladstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. I listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Rowdy Jordan leading off and in center field. Tanner Allen in right field batting second. Cameron James at third. Luke Hancock at first. Logan Tanner catching. Scotty DeBrule at second base. Brad Cumbest batting seventh and playing left field. Kellum Clark is the designated hitter. And Forsyth is the shortstop. Batting in the nine hole with left-hander Christian McLeod on the mound tonight for Mississippi State. First pitch, 6 p.m. on ESPN2. No surprises in the lineup. It has been the same over and over and over in the postseason. And it's worked pretty well so far. Yeah. Yeah, no surprises, no changes. This is this will be the lineup until the season ends, barring some sort of injury or something uh this is what this is how state's going to go. What does Mississippi State lose off of this team? Um, you know, I think you'll obviously lose Tanner Allen and Rowdy Jordan. Um, Josh Hatcher, in terms of you know, he's this is I guess his this will be his fourth year at Mississippi State. I would imagine he'll he'll continue his he'll move on. Um, Bednar will be gone. McLeod is likely gone. Houston Harding will be gone. Um, and then you get you talk about your draft eligible guys who could come back. I mean, Cam James is eligible. Does he go? I don't know. Um, DeBrule will be gone. Yeah, he has. And Carl so Kessler. It's a different I, looking baseball team next year. Yeah, yeah. They'll, 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 there will be some new faces in the lineup for sure. And in the rotation. Yeah, the rotation should be. I mean, if you said give you an, uh, a very preliminary. Three man rotation. I don't know who the lefty in that rotation is going to be. My first thoughts are Sims, Fristo, and probably Cade Smith. Landon Sims, Fristo, and Cade Smith. Mm-hmm. That's three power right handers. But you don't. I don't know who the, who the lefties are going to be. And the, and somebody will pop up. I don't know if that's Cam Tuller or if that's somebody they've got recruited or if they hit the portal. But you got to figure they're going to find. They'll try to find a, a left handed starter. I guess it makes sense to put Landon Sims in the rotation. 
And, and you, you, you spend a year getting him ready, but you can't just you can't have that guy for three innings a week. He if he can pitch like that for six or seven innings on a Friday night, you've got to be able to do that. And, and frankly, with the way that he was used this year, uh, with the exception of the series against Ole Miss, the series against was it Auburn at the very end of the year, and then in the postseason, Alabama. He was only Alabama. used once. So yeah, it was it was okay. It was Alabama, not against Auburn. Yeah. So with the exception of, of Ole Miss, Alabama, and then the postseason, yeah. That was it for the week. It was one outing a weekend. So if you're only going to get one outing a weekend, period, better, might as well get it for seven innings, innings yeah. instead of three. Yeah, exactly. And, and we we talked to Chris Lemonis about that, and he said, "Look, the, having that flexibility is important to us to be able to use them twice. They just never did. And I think part of that was to get to this point and be able to use them twice, and to be able to use them for three or four innings if you need to. It's worked out so far. But yeah, going into next year with that talent, the way he throws the baseball, I mean, you, you, that's a Friday night starter." That's that's who you want to send out there first game to shut it down and get the win. Yeah, I'm not sure that I understand this line of thinking on the ceasefire text line. Ole Miss keeps working on football field like they're a national powerhouse when they need to be upgrading baseball facilities. Maybe if the university acted like it was interested in baseball, baseball would do better. <laughs> like, is that a is that real? For one thing, I know about Ole Miss is they don't care about baseball at all. Yeah, not not financially invested in it at all. I mean, just really coming up short. I mean, a top ten salary for their coach just not good enough. I mean, a million two. Well, yeah, but but, but what is well, no, like never mind. I'm talking about facilities. Oh, I mean, why? There've been two expansions to the baseball stadium to the tune of about forty million dollars since the last. Well, that's not true. There was, there was the north end zone thing. I don't really consider that much of an upgrade or a renovation, but they did bowl it in and they added lights and they changed the field from turf to grass. So yeah, that was something on football. It was rushed. No, look, what what's coming? Ole Miss is they're in the quiet phase of the campaign right now. Like they're trying to kind of garner some donations. They got a ten million dollar naming rights deal for the basketball uh, venue for the pavilion. The Black Family Pavilion at Ole Miss. Uh, I mean, I, and I just I don't remember the the first names of the the gentleman and his wife. They live in my town. I don't know where, but I need to find out what their address is. And next time I spray my ankle, do it on their curb. <laughs> I think <laughs> if they've got ten million dollars to, to spare for a basketball. Oh arena. yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, the, the the pavilion's got a new name now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. When, when will we see the uh, the Richard Cross whatever? When I I don't know. Never. John Richard and Cross Sandra Center Black. For... Hey, it's the John and Sandra Black Pavilion at Ole Miss. The Richard Cross. Uh, so so yeah, I mean an incredibly generous. Say what? The Richard Cross Center for kids who don't read good but want to do other stuff good. Hey, Dad. If somebody said, all right. Five million dollars in your name mm-hmm. will be donated to Old Miss Athletics. Oh, oh. for for naming rights for uh-huh. something, yeah. the new club seating on the east side or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they gave you ten thousand dollars. 
So five, five million on. I mean, the headlines in every newspaper, if they're still kicking, say Brian Haydad donates five million dollars to Old Miss Athletics, and on the stadium in big bold letters, it's got my Brian name, Brian Haydad, and they give you ten grand. Would you take it? I only get ten grand, ten thousand dollars cash untaxed. The IRS I feel, knows. I, I gotta, about. I gotta, I gotta say no on that. That's, to have my name on the stadium for all eternity <laughs> is not worth ten thousand dollars. What if it's oh, ten no, years? No, no, hold on a second, hold on a second. You, you are, you're missing a great opportunity. Can I legally change my name to something else? No, no. I Before mean, we get you're there. looking at this as, oh gosh, I don't want to be associated with Ole Miss. You, you, you got to look at it from the standpoint of you go back to your buddies and say, hey, would you look at this? They gave me ten grand and they put my name on their stadium. That's yeah. the way you got to look at it. I could take a lot of promotional photos of me, you know, doing stuff to Ole Miss merchandise. If you know what I'm saying. Uh, what Mike I think in Oxford says the Hey Dad Hotty Toddy Potty. <laughs> Now we're talking, see? I want the Grove. The Brian Haydad Grove. No chicken tenders allowed. Yeah. Um, the point I was making, the larger point in, it's a it's a big campaign, and they're going to redo soccer, and they're going to redo softball, but this campaign is about redoing the Manning Center, bigger weight room, completely redone locker rooms, additions to that building, and then completely changing the look of all Hemingway Stadium. They're, they're, they're ultimately going. They're, they're going to tear the west side off the stadium and rebuild it. Which one is that? The home side, press box side. They need to go ahead and redo the club section on the other side as well. Look, man. I know. I, there's I think only so much money steps. You, can you, you can only do so much of it at a time. Um, hopefully, hopefully that's on Keith Carter's list in the office, though. Things to do. Replace baseball coach has been crossed off the list. That's no longer a thing that he needs to do. <laughs> Renovate the west side, and then somewhere along the way, redo that east side. Take the spaceship look off the top of the east yeah. side above the uh, Rebel Club. That, that's a question I always like to ask athletic directors. Like, if I gave you a check for... $500 million, what's the first thing you'd do? I always am interested in their answers. Oh, that'd be a great question. Like, if money was not an issue, what's the first thing you would do? First thing. Hire a highly paid assassin to take out Nick Saban. Well, yeah, what's the answer in Starkville? Because I think in Oxford, you, you, uh-huh. you completely tear down the football stadium and build it back up from scratch. I think that's the answer. I don't think you have to tear down the south end. I think the south end, there was like good thought in what that looks like. You just tie the rest of it to that south end. I mean, I would like to think, you you would think it's something football stadium related, but my honest answer would be they would probably do something with basketball first. That would be first. You're going to laugh at me? Mm Mm-hmm. I would take the first hundred million dollars and I would fully endow every athletic scholarship mm-hmm. so that you know, assuming tuition continues to rise like in perpetuity, mm-hmm. that's covered. And yeah, so I right. immediately free eight to fifteen million dollars a year in my budget every single year that we can do more things with and then I can still stretch four hundred million and touch a lot of it. 
Let's think about twenty million into the golf course. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny skies, high near 83. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 66. A slight chance of rain for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 89. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 71. And a 30% chance of rain for your Thursday, mostly sunny, high near 91. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. Summer's here. Are you ready for a vacation? How about a vacation from your car payment? June is vacation time at Richland Mitsubishi. That's right. We're offering no payments for the entire summer. When you purchase a new Mitsubishi, come in now. Pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021. Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. We have the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross and the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander in stock right now. And make no payments for the entire summer. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Back credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you a top dollar for it. So if you're ready for a vacation, then get to Ridgeland Mitsubishi for no payments for the entire summer. Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4, stock number 1795. 1999 down, 31% for 84 months. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Bluebell introduced the original cookies and cream ice cream. So every time you dig into that familiar creamy vanilla ice cream that's loaded with chunks of chocolate cream cookies, you can say thanks. You're more than welcome. The good old days are being made right now. For Bluebell ice cream at all Kroger stores and at Allen's Food Store in Brandon. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senator Joey Fillingame could add his name to a list of candidates that intend to challenge and battle Congressman Stephen Palazzo. But I'm certainly very interested in looking at it if it's an open seat. And, of course, we're all innocent until proven guilty, so I think we wait and see what the House Ethics Committee report looks like and see just how bad his actions were or not. Gulfport Police Officer Raymond Brook, Jackson County Sheriff Mike Ezel, and Carl Boynton have formally announced they'll challenge the six-term incumbent. 
And a deputy with the Hancock County Sheriff's Office has been placed on leave following an assault charge. According to WLOX, the unnamed deputy was arrested Saturday night following a domestic disturbance call. The report states that the deputy fired a warning shot during the dispute and that it was not aimed at the victim. The deputy has since been released on bond but remains on leave as an internal investigation continues. I'm Andy Davis. AARP is working to protect Americans 50-plus by making sure you have the latest information about the COVID-19 vaccines and the distribution plans in Mississippi. Just visit aarp.org slash msvaccine to learn who's eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine in Mississippi, when, where, and how to get it, and what you might want to discuss with your doctor. That's aarp.org slash msvaccine. Paid for by AARP. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. I what I said. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Seaspire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Seaspire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Can you feel it? Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Oxford says the Richard Cross School for Below Average Students. That'd be about right. He also says don't forget the new Banfield, which I set up a lot of contributions for. You're welcome, Ole Miss fans. Somebody says my sports talk broadcast was just cut into to swap to the broadcast of the Mississippi State baseball game in the middle of a discussion about Vaught Hemingway. Slightly annoyed, but very proud of the Bulldogs for kicking tail and representing our state well. P.S. won't hear your reply because my other super talk station won't pick up today. <laughs> the uh, app. Man is, uh, man is struggling today. But at least he gets to watch his baseball team play in Omaha. I mean, if there's a yeah. silver lining to getting cut off 30 minutes before the end of the show, it's that right there. Speaking uh, of that. We are scheduled, by the way, to visit with Ross Dellinger right now. He just said, sorry, bud, on phone with an athletic director, give me three minutes. All right. I'll give him the number and he can call us. All right. Is that what you were going to say as well? Look at him name dropping. Me? Oh, I'm just casually on the phone with an athletic director, Mr. Sports Illustrated over there. Hey, I'm in yeah. a, just, a, just a quick uh, heads up. I'm on the uh, Thunder Lightning Green Room 
on Spotify Green Room. We've got about uh, 30 people in the room with us right now. I'll start talking in there when uh, this game it, when this show ends. Uh, if you're uh, looking for something to do during the game, join us. We'll have me and have a few other people talking, and it'll be a lot of fun. Maybe Michael Borky will jump in and give us his thoughts. Can you let hey. other people talk? Like, is it just yes. you? No, so, I can let other people talk. So anybody in the room? Yeah. So what I did uh, Sunday night was a couple of my friends were in there, and then a couple of people who I've I've met through the years of, of doing this kind of stuff, and then uh, Ben Portnoy, who covered Mississippi State, he now covers South Carolina, but he was watching the game, so he jumped in there with us, and that was very helpful because a lot of questions were coming in, so I had another guy to give uh, expertise. So if you want to jump in, that would actually be helpful to me, Michael. If you want yeah. to come in and hang out with us for a little while, once the little guy goes to bed, I got a yeah, podcast yeah. to record, and once the, the game should no, still Richard, be nobody going wants on. you in there. Yeah, I no. saw you put your hand up. No, I, I, no. I get zero invite. No, I mean, <laughs> Are you kidding me? I can't keep you out. It's 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 a free country, but so I'm a little hurt. <laughs> <laughs> you, Richard, you, you, as much social media as you do, and by as much I mean as little. Uh, I, I didn't think this would be something that might interest you. Yeah, you're but if not, you want to jump in, by all means. You don't strike me as a big sit-in-a-chat-room-while-watching-baseball kind of guy. And that's not an insult. I just, that, you want, know, I just want to see the chat own. room start filling up with, what's he doing in here? Get him out. He sucks. I watch a lot of college baseball. That's true. Somebody asked me about you while we were doing this the other day. They said, what's it like working with Richard? How'd that go? I was I was very complimentary of you. You probably give a different answer than I would. <laughs> I was like, "A, Richard just you know, sort of pulled me out of the uh, the ocean when I was drowning, and B, I think he's great. He's a fun so guy to work nice with." Definitely a different answer than I would have given. <laughs> and, but on the other, I was like, "But well, Borky, okay, on the other hand, <laughs> Borky, you got a microphone right here. Feel free, go ahead." Oh, hey, you you too. Let's simmer down now. Watching the highlights from the uh, assistant coach for the Vols getting mad after he got run, then he threw his notebook out onto the field. He, I mean, once you got run, why not? <laughs> He used some particular words after he got run as well, that if you're a lip reader, you know. And he wasn't wrong either. I know you know, I shouldn't promote using language like that, but uh, every word he said was accurate, just not repeatable. (laughs) C Spire uh, text line. Somebody said, first thing, make sure Haydad's check actually clears before you put his name on something. Make sure it's in the bank, yeah. Um, we get a message from Amanda in Greenwood. Just started streaming y'all on the TV. My boy said Richard looks like a pro golfer and Hey Dad looks like a creepy uncle. Huh? What? Hey. I don't know. A, a fun loving creepy uncle. Oh, um, yeah, that makes it better. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, you wouldn't want to be a grumpy, creepy uncle. Hey, we got something kind of cool coming your way tomorrow. So we talked about the Supreme Court ruling yesterday, 9 nothing in favor of the Austin side of the case, the Austin versus NCAA case. Did you read the Kavanaugh's takedown in full on this show? Yes, we did. We did. We did read that. It was blistering. So tomorrow, 
if everything works as it is supposed to, David Fair, who is co-chair of the sports law practice at Winston and Strawn, and worked alongside Jeffrey Kessler as lead counsel on the Austin side of this case, is uh, going to join us. And we will talk with him about what yesterday's decision meant. And I thought there were some really interesting things that that came out of that. Uh, Perhaps none more interesting than the empowerment that Justice Kavanaugh gave to really schools and student-athletes to grow on the name, image, and likeness side of things, and and some of the quotes, but also the idea that maybe unionization, when it's all said and done, is going to be the best thing for college athletics programs because that way you will get collective bargaining and the schools will know what they're getting into. There's a lot to unpack on all of this stuff as it pertains to the Supreme Court and the NCAA. And, you know, we may just kind of be at the tip of the iceberg. So we're going to wait and go tomorrow as well with Ross Dellinger. We've only got about three minutes left in this segment, and I just think we've got a lot to get to with Ross College football playoff expansion, all of the name, image, and likeness stuff, what he's hearing from coaches and athletics directors and commissioners with regard to just everything that's going on. And I don't think we can pull that off in three minutes. So we will uh, we will do that. Uh, another message, hey, Dad, is actually Bruno from Popeye. You mean Bluto? Well, I just was reading what was there. Bluto's what you're talking about. Yes. The bad guy in Popeye. That make you Popeye? You don't have the forearms for that. I'll be honest with you. You got a tattoo though. I do when I eat spinach. I like growth. Do you? <laughs> I do. It's good. How do you feel about bok choy? I've never had bok choy. I'd give it a try though. I had bok choy last night that was spectacular. Went to a um, to a soft opening, friends and family soft opening for a new restaurant in Oxford. Uh-huh. Um is friends Asian? of uh, bok choy is a sort of an Asian Yes. Thing. It is it is an Asian infusion. Oh, and it I'm was spectacular. So they describe the menu. So so my friends uh AJ and Claire Kayami are opening this restaurant called Yugo. It's um you know where we, when when we go to Oxford we do the um and and we're at the Visit Oxford building. Yeah. Well, it's like three doors down from that, kind of okay. away from the square, same side of the street. Okay. Really cool are. old building. And the server that was us was said that? the way we describe our menu is Asian infusion with a southern flair. Did that used to be Bacchus? No. Okay. Now, farther down than that. It's, okay. um, it, it's where the old... Uh, Mesquite Chop House building was. But if you okay, go way, okay. way back, it was the old telephone company building. That I don't remember, yeah. And, like, downstairs in the 
wine cellar area, you've still got these big two-inch pipes. Well, you had them before they did some construction and had to cover them up because, well, never mind. That doesn't matter. But you could see, like, where the old-school telephone lines came in. It's Brutus, by the way, not Bluto. Ah, whatever. Brutus. Nobody's right today. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Uh, anyway. That sounds cool. We got a new restaurant yeah, in Starville that, uh, that Roy Oswalt just opened up. I saw that. Yeah. I need to get over Nice addition. So, yeah, it was, uh, I mean, the, the look inside was spectacular, and the food was fantastic, and the service was great, and I think it's this weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they open uh, for good. Kind of get, yeah, you know, the idea was get some kinks worked out before football season rolls around, except for the fact that there were almost no kinks. So, uh, good for them, and uh, excited for them with a uh, new restaurant coming, and for, for us as well. Fantastic. They had people kind of went crazy over like fried okra, but it was like a different. It was more like tempura fried okra than mm-hmm. like traditional fried okra, and uh, whew, pork fried rice and a whole lot more. Anyway, sports talk Mississippi. Charlie says we're doing another steak bet that we should do one for tonight's game. I don't know if you'd have disagreement with picks. I'm not sure that you would. We'll give you a Pearl River Resort pick of the day for Mississippi State and Virginia when we come back. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443 for all your glass needs. Currently no reports of any accidents causing major congestion for your drive home. Just your typical afternoon commute congestion. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. This year, we have all worked together to get through one of the toughest times in American history. At Car Care Clinic, we extend our thanks to all the essential workers who helped keep the world turning. Now we can see the light at the end of the tunnel as life is beginning to return to normal. Car Care Clinic continues our commitment to great service you can depend on for brakes, alignments, tune-ups, check engine light diagnostics, tires, and we encourage guests to remain in their vehicles during our 28-point full-service oil changes. Locally owned and operated. Car Care Clinic has been a business you can trust for great service and great results for over 44 years. And we offer a 10% discount for women every Wednesday and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. Visit any of our convenient locations or for savings, go to cccjl.com. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Dream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Dream. The new degree of comfort. 
If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture and Commerce. You can support Mississippi's many talented farmers, artisans, and craftsmen by purchasing products with a genuine Mississippi logo. And that's the proof it's the real deal. To find products grown, raised, crafted, and made in our great state, just visit GenuineMS.com or visit the Genuine Mississippi store at the Mississippi Farmers Market every Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, and Saturdays, 8 to 1. I'm Andy Gibson, and I am Genuine Mississippi. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. What I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm one last time on this Tuesday afternoon. We are just minutes away from the start of College World Series matchup between Mississippi State and the Virginia Cavaliers. So, time to make a pick. Pearl River Resort pick of the day. Brought to you by the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. I was looking for the odds on this particular game, and I don't see them right offhand. So uh, you've got a uh, pitching matchup tonight that includes Christian McLeod on the hill for Mississippi State and McGarry, the hard-throwing right-hander, on the mound for the Virginia Cavaliers. Key tonight, hey, Dad, for Mississippi State. It's all about McLeod. He's got to get uh, get off to a good start. He's got to do the same thing that Bednar was able to do. Obviously, he doesn't have to strike out 15 guys, but he needs to be clean, getting guys out, 
and being the kind of Christian McLeod we've seen on the road this year. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. Uh, Robbie Falk, my podcast partner, did do the research. A full run, uh, run and a half almost per game, lower ERA on the road and in neutral sites for Christian McLeod uh, versus what he's been able to do at Diddy Noble Field. So needs to be that guy tonight. If he can get things going started early, I think Mississippi State can be successful. What about you, Borky? Key for Mississippi State tonight. Uh, be patient at the plate. If this guy is really as erratic as uh, our guest earlier said he was, uh, you should be able to get a lot of early free pra- free passes and put the pressure on Virginia early. And I'm thinking like a 6-2 to two win for Mississippi State. 40 walks in just under 36 innings on the season for McGarry. You, uh, you did hear... Um, well, and, and frankly, Chris Lamonis told us this yesterday as well. So did the guy that covers Virginia. Um, remind me of his name? It wasn't Ben. Bennett. Bennett. Bennett Conlon. Bennett Conlon told us that uh, it was a tough start to the year, but McGarry has been really good since then. Ceasefire text line. So when State wins tonight, what's next? Sorry, I haven't kept up with the brackets. So. If Mississippi State wins tonight against Virginia, they will not play again until Friday. They will get three days off, well, two full days off, and you'll play on the third day. And they would then play the winner of an elimination bracket game between Virginia and Texas. If Virginia were to win tonight, then they would move into that winner's bracket side of things on Friday. Bottom line is, the winner of this game will face a team that has to beat them twice. Friday and then, if necessary, on Saturday. Yeah, The winner of tonight's game is in the A position. They are in the driver's seat, the catbird seat. However it is that you want to describe it, you get off to a 2-0 and start, you are in a great spot to get to the championship series of the College World Series. Other side of the bracket, NC State beat Vanderbilt last night, and so they get three full days off. And then uh, you also had Stanford eliminate Arizona. So Stanford and Arizona will play tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. The winner of that game will then have to beat NC State twice to advance to the championship series. Just a tough road to climb. Because what it means is you got to win four straight games. You had to win the first elimination game, you got to win an elimination game, and then you got to beat the team that's undefeated twice. So if you lose your first game in the College World Series, you then have to win four in a row to get to that championship series. And it's a tough road. I tend to agree with you. I would pick Mississippi State tonight. Virginia has obviously had a really good postseason. They're swinging the bats better. But this Mississippi State team playing with a lot of confidence. They're going with the uh, with the 85s tonight, hey, Dad? Yeah, Maroon 85s. Got the uh, the maroon V-neck jerseys with the what do we call it? Old English Mississippi State on the chest. Yeah, I don't know what that I don't know what that particular font is named, but I, I call it the '85 MSU font. That's a, that's what I would associate it with. That works with the uh, white pants and of course the maroon MS interlocking logo, the Mississippi State baseball logo. Uh, I'm sure Jim Ellis can tell you more about the uh, <laughs> the, the uniform matchup. Griff McGarry on the line uh, on the mound tonight for Virginia, 0 and 5 on the year with a 6.06 ERA, 13 appearances, 10 starts. So he's making his 11th start of the season, 35 and two thirds innings, 29 hits, 
25 runs, 24 earned, 40 walks in 35 and two-thirds. He's got 61 strikeouts. But the batting average against him is not particularly high, only 225. And he doesn't give up a lot of extra base hits. Five doubles, two home runs allowed all season long. So that's what Mississippi State will deal with. And um, Bennett told us earlier today that uh, if he gets in trouble, Mike Vazel is uh, likely the next pitcher that you would see for Virginia. What, about 10 minutes away from first pitch, Mississippi State and Virginia. Winner's bracket game in the College World Series. We will break it all down with you tomorrow afternoon, starting just after 3 o'clock. Hey, Dad, where can people join you tonight if they want to do the uh, live chat? Spotify Green Room. Search for TNL Green Room MSU Virginia. There you go. TNL Green Room MSU Virginia. That's the Spotify Green Room if you want friends online while you're watching the game. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Enjoy your Tuesday night. Mississippi State and Virginia just around the corner. Oh, it's incredible! A Super Talk Mississippi media production.